0: The day that I became publisher, I remember the publisher at the time called me and she said, I, you know, I need to talk to you. And I went over to her house and she said she was leaving and she was going to this other market. And she said, your new boss is going to be a real bleep, something whole. And I was like, oh, great, who? And I was like guessing and she's like, it's you. And I was, yeah, I was blown away.
1: From Grindstone, this is Nebraska Made, a narrative journey through the lives of Nebraska's most inspiring business leaders. We unpack the intimate details of how our guests navigated obstacles and built their companies in pursuit of the good life. I'm JT Martin. Our guest today is the president and the publisher of the Lincoln Journal star, Ava Thomas. Ava Thomas is the face of the Journal Star and Lee Enterprises, which is the parent company of the Journal Star and the Omaha World Herald and 350 other publications across 26 states. She's someone who took a part-time job in college and turned out to be so good at it that she climbed her way to the top of the organization almost unintentionally, which is a testament to how much people like working with her. She brings value and in life into the communities that she works with and plays an integral role in helping us get our news every day.
0: I was born in Grand Island. I was born in good old Grand Island, Nebraska. My brother is 10 months older than me. So my mom uh, was 17 when she had both of us. So young mom, obviously. and. Um, My mom is a recovering drug addict, alcoholic, so we lived in lots of different places. Even though we were were sort of, home was Grand Island, we moved from state to state to state to state, um, kind of following that habit. And then came back uh, when I was in sixth grade, sort of midway through my sixth grade year, and my brother was in seventh grade. And uh, my grandma was kind of home base, who was in Grand Island. So then we um, sort of, Took it from there. My mom got into recovery within the next couple of years. I had my, da- my daughter when I was in high school. So um, got married, got divorced, moved to sort of needed to get a little break from Grand Island and moved to Lincoln to attend UNL with her. Yeah.
1: You sort of had to, you know, grew up with a single mother, working mother. You kind of had to grow up pretty quickly, it sounds like.
0: You know, looking back, I think... Um, by the time my mom was clean and sober, I was 12 or 13. My brother was 13 or 14. Um, we sort of didn't, weren't kind of interested in. Now you're, you're gonna try to be our mom. So, I think that led to some of my rebellion and teenage pregnancy is very cyclical. So making some of those um, same. Um, I'll call them decisions but they weren't really decisions but I think it's all been a blessing in disguise it's probably the the most significant thing that turned my life around was becoming pregnant at 16 and having my daughter and um, committing to getting on a better track and providing a better future for my kids and I ended up having my son and he had some health issues um and i just interviewed i decided i've got to get a full-time job i I had worked full-time and gone to school and it wasn't that big of an issue um and i applied at the journal star and the rest was kind of history
1: what was it that made you apply to the journal star was it that it was just right next door to campus or that's (laughs) literally it (laughs) just proximity
0: it was proximity um and parking i mean you have to pay for parking and parking is super expensive so i thought okay, well, there's this job at the Journal Star, and there was another job at this thrift store that was also downtown that was going to provide parking. It wasn't quite as close. It was like 18th and 0. And the Journal Star called first. In fact, the Journal Star called me, I think, the day I got out of the hospital from having my son. And so I interviewed a couple days later. They were desperate. They were desperate. Classifieds was blowing up. You know, classified ads. This was before Craigslist. So it was like calls on hold and, you know, we need more staff. And so I started there. My son was nine days old when I started at the Journal Star.
1: So had the thrift store called you before the, right? the journal, we could be talking to the president of the thrift <laughs> store downtown right now. <laughs> I kind of doubt the it. journal. It's not even there anymore. <laughs> okay.
0: um, yeah, I just, it's so weird the way everything lined up. So,
1: Ava joins the Journal star, answering phones, and she admits that she'd never had big aspirations of becoming some big newspaper tycoon. She actually didn't even enjoy reading the paper much, aside from helping her grandmother with the crossword puzzle occasionally. She was mostly interested in the free employee parking lot where the Embassy Suites now stands, and the on site gas pump where employees could get gas for cheap. But when she took the job in 1995, Ava was about to find out that she had a knack for the industry.
0: They offered me a full-time position in classifieds, which um, help wanted ads um, were big back in the day before LinkedIn and Indeed and all of those things. So, um, so I stayed on, and then I found out like sales isn't as hard as you may think it is, and then just sort of kept going to the next thing.
1: Yeah. Well, I have a list of all of your promotions right here. <laughs> so you went from classified sales consultant, retail sales consultant, online sales manager, classified sales manager, advertising director, general manager, and then to where you are today. Did, yeah. did I miss anything in there?
0: Um, with the acquisition, I've taken on a bunch more markets, but okay. yeah. So.
1: But you seem to have a knack for the sales thing. What do you think it was that made you, you know, find so much growth?
0: Oh, okay. So sales is, I think, intimidating to most people. They think sales and they're like, oh gosh, I could never do sales. And I probably thought that too. Um, I looked at classifieds as answering the phone. It was inbound. Um, I remember my first ad was this um, auction and it was a farmer, like a farmer rancher that was reading off like AQHA, heifer, and I was, I looked like, not from the farm so I was like this I'm not good at this job but the next one was like a couch for sale or something and you know once you really start to think about it it's really all about finding commonality so because of my childhood and you know we might be in Wisconsin one day in Florida the next day and you know Texas the next day you don't develop super close relationships I mean my brother was my best friend my whole life um, my cousins my family but being able to adapt to any situation is sort of what sales is. So sales is, yeah, it's a scary word, but it's not. It's not scary.
1: Can you tell me about about climbing the ranks to becoming president? Did you want to even be president? Did you know yeah. that this is what where you wanted to go?
0: You know, initially, no. I think um, you know, I started the job in classifieds. Um, by that time, I had a, you know, I had a five-year-old and a newborn when I started, and then they were approaching school age. So I want to say it was four years later, I get promoted to um, retail advertising, which is you're going to go outside instead of inbound sales. And I started doing that. And that's kind of how it went for the next, oh, seven or eight years. i master a job and then they would be like, oh, well, there's this next job. Um, but I never applied for it. I, I never was really seeking it out. Um, I don't know if that was confidence or that I didn't think that I just never had an aspiration to lead this company for that first, um, I mean, probably even decade. And the, the, the day that I became publisher, I remember the publisher at the time, uh, Ju- her name's Julie. She's actually the publisher in Omaha now, um, called me and she said, I, you know, I need to talk to you. And I went over to her house and she said she was leaving and she was going to this other market. And she said, your new boss is going to be a real bleep something whole and I was like oh great who and I was like guessing and she's like it's you and I was yeah I was blown away.
1: So Ava had made it big at the Journal Star but there were some big changes that were already in the works. You see back in 2000 the Journal Star had erected this brand new press building and implemented a state-of-the-art flexo press That had the best color, it wouldn't leave ink on your fingers, and everything was pointing towards the industry just growing and growing. Three out of four houses in Lincoln received the paper back then, and circulation was skyrocketing. But then, with the rise of digital media, things started to change. People started to consume news in different ways, and Ava found herself at the helm of the journal Star at a major inflection point. Ava and her team had to get creative fast.
0: I talked about the press and that transition was coming for years. So we had been staving off the um, shutdown of that facility for three or four years. Um, We'd been penciling the math out and penciling the math out and trying to figure out, you know, Omaha's press is not a flexo press. It's an offset. Ours is a flexo, which costs a lot more uh, plates to produce and... Uh, maintenance and it has more waste. I mean, it's just so what we were able to do what, with consolidation of shifts and longer hours and reconfigurations for three uh, over three years was to keep that staff employed. And that was the most important thing to me was from a business standpoint, can we continue to be profitable um, with this portion of our operation? Does it make sense? Um, So we started looking at, are we going to close this facility, shut down this press, and all of these jobs will go away? I mean, some of them were were offered, um, but to commute, you know, an hour to Omaha or to move to Omaha for a press or packaging position, we knew was probably unlikely given that, um, you know, the unemployment rate. So when we eventually made that decision, It was extremely difficult because many of those employees had been with us since day one. Um, And I don't mean day one, 2000, when the press was installed. I mean day one, like we had a 44-year employee um, that had never had another job. 18 years old had been with us that entire time. Um, So that was difficult. Um, It was a process because we had to uh, shut down in phases. We had to convert things in phases. We had a huge commercial print operation. So we weren't just printing the Journal Star and related products. We were printing things from all over, not just Nebraska, you know, neighboring states. So we had to really think about that transition. And so we had to let people know pretty far in advance. I want to say we told them eight weeks in advance. And then, you know, hopefully, you know, we had incentives to stay but that day of notifying them you know this is where we are and we are going to shut this facility and this is what it looks like and your job is no longer and so being able to connect them with resources but having a conversation with each and every one of them and I did was it was no doubt about it the most challenging time of my career in the 26 years that I've been with the company, no doubt about it, because you have to look them in the eye and it, they've done nothing wrong, but their job is gone. And um, it's a financial decision. And that's my job. And, you know, I'm running the business and I have to make the best decision for us financially. That's what it's about.
1: You talk about that circulation going from three out of four houses yeah. down. And you had to completely upend this entire 150 year old process
0: yeah well i think people sort of see that as i i say this sometimes where they go oh you're with the newspaper how are things like i have some disease or something Uh, you know i'm on a terminal illness yeah, yeah really truly and what they don't realize is we're not in three out of four homes anymore. We don't have 75 85% penetration in print, and we're not trying to. Um, we have been very intentional for our entire history. For 150 years, we've been intentional about staying ahead of that next move. You know, I talked about the press and thinking it was going to last. That may have been a bit of a misstep um, if you think about how technology was changing then and moving to digital, but... Um, I wasn't a publisher at the time either, but but really we have been planning for this all along. So, you know, we know the importance of digital. We have put our time and energy and effort and a, a ton of resources into building our website. When you think of like the pie that used to be, you know, newspaper Mm -hmm. subscriptions to your doorstep and circulation subscriptions, you know, that pie of revenue, it's so diverse now. It's split in a million different ways. And that legacy, you know, newspaper print to your doorstep is definitely smaller, but our audience is massively bigger.
1: And that audience and distribution for the journal Star and Lee Enterprises has grown They've acquired new markets. They've launched a full service internal digital marketing agency. They've launched their own e-commerce division just six months ago for helping local businesses get up and running online. And just last week, they announced a huge advertising partnership with Amazon to become their OTT provider. And apart from all the growth at the Journal Star, AVE has also brought change and progress to the community through an organization called the Inspire Awards
0: inspire is the women's leadership awards that we launched it's gonna be year seven um in september so uh this started when i was sitting in a chamber of commerce meeting board of directors meeting and i was kind of looking around wendy birdsall who is the president of the chamber of commerce who's uh retiring this year she just announced it last uh week um is leading the discussion. I was sitting across from Kim Russell, who at the time was Brian LGH, or Brian Hult's, uh CEO. And Kim, there's another Kim who was more, was St. Elizabeth CHI. And Joanne Martin was the president of Emeritus. Christy Hendricks uh, was there from Tabitha. And I was just thinking, is this unusual? Is this that we have the largest insurance company, the largest, assisted living facility, the Chamber of Commerce, the two hospitals run by women. I'm the president of the newspaper. Uh, We needed a way to celebrate this. So I came back, gave it to my team, said, what if we built a women's recognition program, leadership awards? And they turned it into, obviously, they just, I just have the idea and then they execute the idea and turn it into something absolutely incredible. We get hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of nominations, and they're just talking about extraordinary, remarkable, inspiring women in our community.
1: It sounds like you're sort of this lightning rod for progress and you come up with this idea and people kind of come around you in the community and help make it a reality like that's kind of a cool ability that you have to bring people together and attract change
0: yeah you can't build something and just have it happen people have to embrace it Um, it isn't me it's my team they have an entrepreneurial spirit they're creative they're innovative they make it the success that it that it has become, you know, that hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people are involved in it.
1: What was it about Nebraska that helped make you successful, that's helped make the journal star successful for all these years? Lee Enterprises Inspire. Yeah. What what is it about Nebraska?
0: Nebraska is cut from a different cloth. You know, when I go other places, I'm like, oh, you don't look like you're from Nebraska. I don't know what they think. Like, you're going to have, like, overalls and straw hanging out of your teeth or something. Howdy, y'all. I'm like, oh, well, this is what Nebraska is. It's um, a diverse group of people that are progressive, that are innovative, that care so deeply about their community. And that's true whether we're talking about – I was in Grand Island for a groundbreaking last week. I was in North Platte a couple months ago. Um, You know, if I go to Beatrice, if I'm in Omaha – they care about their community they care about their state and they care about others we're philanthropic we take care of each other and we support one another and we have that you know when uh the university came up with their grit uh tagline i was like that's perfect we have this grit of you know never stop trying die trying you know, just keep going. Uh, that work ethic, that humility, the, you know, humbleness that we were talking about earlier. Um, yeah. It's unique. It is the unique fabric of what makes this state incredible.
1: Today, the Journal Star continues to grow under Ava's leadership. And if you know someone that you'd like to nominate for the Inspire Awards, you can do so at InspireLincoln.com. I'm JT Martin, and this has been a Grindstone production. Grindstone is one of the premier production and marketing firms here in Lincoln, offering everything you need to grow your business, from video and podcast production to social media management and media buying. You can learn more by visiting grindstoneagency.com.
0: Can I turn the tables on you? Yes. Okay, great. I have a question for you.
1: Oh, great. No one's ever asked me a question <laughs> on this show. <laughs> Go ahead.
0: Good. So how many podcasts have you done? This
1: is number 37.
0: This is number 37. Yeah. yeah. How many women have you had?
1: That's a very good question. Probably <laughs> three.
0: Oh wow! Three out of thirty-seven. This is a problem.
1: Yeah, I, I completely agree. <laughs> Thank you. You are very gracious for not drilling me for this.
0: Oh, well, I have a wealth of names.
1: I I'm gonna take down all of them. I have yes. a wealth of names, yes,